0: Today's episode is where we start to dive into the juicy parts of business. I am so excited. It was as fun as it was to tell my wellness journey and my wellness story, and I knew we needed to start there. And Gwen, as we were talking about this, was so right. Like that's You need to understand that to understand everything else. The business is where I get really excited because my why for becoming a founder and CEO and my why for how grace has evolved and where we are going next has burned so deeply inside of me. And my why, it's so funny. Through all of the iterations of my business, which you're going to hear about today, but through all of the iterations of my business, the why, the, the true, the true, essence of, of what I'm attempting to create has never truly changed. It's the, it's the common denominator in every offer and every business, in every transaction, every contract that I work with. It, it all comes down to that fundamental need for impact and change. And so when we, when we talk about the, the why I became a founder and CEO honestly, I mean, and I know this should not surprise you, but with my brain injuries, I had to be able to work on my own time, right? I needed to be able to define what it was that I could do or couldn't do. Like for me to sit here and record podcast episodes, this is easy. This is fun. This is where I get to flow. But there are certain days I wake up and there's just absolutely no way. Number one, I track my hormone cycles. And when I am in certain parts of my cycle, there's zero way that I want to be a recording podcast. And number two, I wake up some days and I have an entire plan of what needs to get done. And my brain says something entirely differently. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's part of why I've decided that I want to be my own CEO. But in addition. I am like a chronic I need freedom. when I feel like I'm the walls are closing in on me because somebody else is dictating my schedule in my life, I do not do well. So you know part of being in business was being able to play to my strengths rather than fulfill somebody else's expectations. But the other side of it was when I was an employee, I had a really hard time with the idea that somebody else not only could dictate how I lived my life but profited off of my hard work it's not so much even profited it's that they were more successful and it didn't matter what I did my salary still stayed the same I single-handedly doubled the bottom line revenue of three companies and as an employees as an employee duh. Um, and while the owners went on vacations and got new cars and their kids went to fancy schools my salary never changed I don't think if I'm really racking my brain to think I, not not a single one bonused me. I think one said thank you, and a huge why for me behind creating my own income was that no one could dictate what I could or could not have in life, and that is a huge 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 why for who I work with in business I'm very I'm very mission-driven. I don't necessarily care about, it's not that I don't care about what you sell. I don't work with certain people in you know, just business niche or you know just the wellness niche or, or anything like that. I align with people's ability to create social change. And the common thread in anything that I do and any business that I get involved with is really being able to identify with, with the CEO's mission And the CEOs want to create that true ripple effect, that true change, and really being able to connect with the fact that they understand this idea of creating a life that you want, a life where you thrive. And that's something that I just have so identified with it, something that's been so incredibly important to me. So (laughs) there's two real aspects, honestly, really, of what I do. Obviously, I am the founder and, and CEO of Grace Alexander, who is getting a massive sh- shift and change in, in what we're doing. But I want to spend one quick second also acknowledging and like tilting my hat to the other two things that I do. For those of you that don't know, um, I am also a managing partner of a company called Fortune Management. It's a practice management company. We we specialize in dental practices, and for me. With a dad as a dentist. I mean, Fortune came in, and Fortune is a company that was founded by a group of doctors and Tony Robbins, and they are just so rooted in that ripple effect of culture and uh, of culture first. I mean, our tagline is extraordinary, pra- extraordinary Practice, Extraordinary Life, and I get to wear three hats. I get to wear the personal development coaching hat and, and growing the people within the practice, and this idea that um, a queen of B, Renee Schubert, always says, like, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And I get to take this, this fundamental ideal of something that I get to teach every single day within grace, and I get to bring it into the medical world in in a way with a company that completely just transformed the way that my parents live their life. I mean... Transform the way that I got to experience my parents' life as a child, and they are just—they're such an incredible company, and I get to do amazing things like work on multi-million-dollar deals for mergers, and you know, making um, making it possible for not only doctors to live a life where they thrive, but also get to work in like the the quote-unquote corporate—it's not really corporate world, but it's it's that traditional nine-to-five job. And I love it because I get to impact so many people that wouldn't necessarily get to hear my message in grace. And that is incredibly, incredibly important to me. That it that is such a oh I I actually won the Outstanding Coach of, a, of the Year Award at our corporate retreat this past year. And it was it was this moment where I just it was such a full circle moment because the year before at the conference I had stood up and I had gotten so teary-eyed, and and anyone that knows me personally knows I don't cry, but I I cried in front of a group of of hundreds of people, just making them truly hoping that they heard me of of a a daughter, how important the work is that we were doing, and so that's that's one hat that I wear, and then I the second non traditional grace you know, entrepreneurial hat that I wear is I'm actually the executive director of Moon Rising. Moon Rising is an incredible... When I talk about spirituality, I'm going to go super deep into this, but... And the impact that Emily and Moon Rising has had on my life, but I... Emily's healing is so necessary in the world that I could not help but take this executive director role. I mean, she... Yes, I help you with some spiritual healing, but Emily's work in karma has completely and utterly changed the trajectory of my life. And if you don't know what karma is, I'm not even going to try to explain it to you. It is, let's just put it this way: there are only two things in the world that completely that can change the your light body and can change your aura, and it's karma, karmic work, and near-death experiences and I've done both I mean you guys heard my my health my health story but the part of my health story that I didn't fully go deep into and I I think you probably got this but just to make it crystal clear like I have come very close to having both of those types of experiences and moon rising moon rising changed my life and to be able to sit next to Emily as their executive director is just the absolute greatest gift. And I get to have impact on a soul level with women that I would not normally be able to have impact. Because I, I believe that I'm here to help scale businesses. And I'm here to wear that like chief strategy, chief, strategy, chief executive officer type hat and with moon rising I get to touch people on that soul healing true spiritual level so then we get to grace and we get to we get to the part where like yes very traditionally both of those companies in Moon Rising, technically, I'm an employee, right? Technically, I'm an employee. In Fortune, I'm a managing partner. So I, I own the New Jersey ch- Territory with two, other, um, with two other women. So technically, not as much of an employee. But, but those are two pretty traditional trajectories, right? When it came to Grace, which by the way, let me just roll this on back here for a second. When I founded Grace about five years ago, Grace was a company called Simply One You. Simply One You was actually named after a Tiffany ad that said, but there's only one you, right? Like treat yourself because there's only one you. And at the time, I really identified with that because that was when I was going through so much of my wellness story. And I wanted women to truly start taking care of their bodies because there's only one body. There's only one life that you got to live. This is where the idea of legacy seriously started. I, I didn't call it legacy back then. I didn't call it impact. I didn't I didn't talk about the ripple effect. Nothing like that. Like simply when you was a wellness company was a wellness brand where I helped women balance their hormones like that that's what that's what I did and I did that because I knew I wanted to step into the entrepreneurial world and I knew that I wanted to own a business based in wellness because it was something that was really important to me but what I did was I hired a business coach. I I made a $10,000 investment in a business mastermind that basically promised me the world. She promised me that she could scale me to six figures with an offer. I was like, well, I don't even have a business. I don't even know what I want to do. And she was like, that's not a problem. That's fine. We'll do your ideal client avatar worksheet and 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 you you've got this, right? <laughs> I'm sure anybody that, nobody understands that, right? Like nobody understands not knowing what to do when they first start out. You just know you have a passion and you know that you want to create your own life. Well, I'm sure you can hear by the tone of my voice how well that went, right? This coach told me what I was going to sell. She decided who my niche was for me and she somehow convinced me that spending $10,000 on a mastermind with her and another $10,000 on ads. And basically what she did was she taught me how to build a funnel. She taught me how to scale to six figures. The problem was that I didn't even have a business. I didn't have a why. I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have a mission. I didn't have an audience. I launched two crickets. I created an email list of 900 people. But I didn't even know what I was selling. I created an email list before I even had an offer. Before I even had a niche. And it just was so backwards. It was so backwards. And so this coach is not a bad coach. In fact, if I wanted masculine strategy now, right? If I wanted to learn how to build funnels and do all of those things now, if I wanted to know how to take my coaching business and turn it into like this multi-million dollar machine, I probably would hire her again. I'm not going to hire her again. But her problem was that she was was selling to the wrong ideal client. She was not for me. I watched people in her mastermind thrive because – they were her they were perfect for her they already had an offer they already had an uh, they had an audience they built an instagram following they built a social following and it was perfect it was absolutely perfect for them the problem was that i was not in the same category and she was selling the same offer and she was doing the same trainings with me as she was with them so then i moved on and i <laughs> I got another coach and this coach was also very, very masculine. It was very, it was a very, it was a very like one track. If you're in the fitness industry and you want to make six figures, this is how you do it type of coaching. And, And then I started noticing this pattern with myself of, when that coach didn't work, I went to the next one and and that next coach was again the the second coach that I had was a male, and he was fantastic, but again, such masculine strategy, such masculine strategy and at this point in my business, you know i had i i was semi successful I was creating ten five to ten thousand dollar months, and you know it wasn't. It wasn't that I wasn't doing well in my business. I had my first $20,000 day with this coach. When I was in the proximity of a very powerful person. This was the first this was the first time that I really got to understand magnetism in business. And when I moved on from that experience and I moved on and I got another coach right I became a serial coaching person like when I when one didn't work I went to the I went to the next and it was this pattern where I was by the time I had broken this pattern I invested invested well over a hundred thousand dollars in business coaches only really to discover that all I really needed was a new way of thinking all I really needed was to learn how to trust my own inner voice. Because what all of these coaching coaches had in common was they were telling me what to to say. They were telling me what my offer should have been. And of course, I mean I actually ended up with the last coach having a super super traumatic experience and it made me it made me shut down simply one you. It made me shut down my business and spend 6 months really healing and and that's actually around the time I found Moon Rising and it really you'll get the the healing spiritual story in a little bit. But what I truly discovered was that all I was really finding was this disconnect between the coaching industry and the coaching industry and what people need. Yes, masculine structure works for a time. Yes, it becomes easy. And straightforward when you tap into your feminine flow and you learn about magnetism and you learn about breath work and manifestation and all of these different things. But really, ultimately, it comes down to alignment, it comes down to trusting your own inner voice. It's not about a formula. It's not about finding that coach that's going to give you that perfect strategy, that perfect structure. When I really started looking at what I, when I when I spent the six months really hearing, healing spiritually, what I discovered was the more I peeled back the curtain of other people's businesses, it was about the alignment, not so much, to anything other than a life where you got to thrive both in your life and in your business and trusting your own inner voice and knowing that you have all of the answers. You can buy a $29 guide that will give you the answers that a $100,000 coach will give you. It becomes about doing the inner work, doing the inner healing It becomes about finding what's going to work for you. I mean, I've been in masterminds where I would listen to other entrepreneurs that would, they would just have six-figure launches and they would still be worried about how to pay their teams or they'd be worried about what came next. They wouldn't have a safety blanket. They'd be burnt out. They'd be tired. They'd be exhausted. They'd be just so done. I'm like, you guys are the ones that are teaching business strategy and you're exhausted. You're done. You're teaching people how to scale their businesses. But I'm sitting here in a mastermind with you and you are a mess. You're a mess. This is the problem. This is the problem with the coaching industry. So when I decided to reopen Grace, it was born out of the need for full integration, for full alignment. Grace came to break me out of my box. Grace came to challenge me to be the embodiment that taught other business owners, other people that are in traditional traditional quote-unquote corporate-level jobs. How to live a life that is just extraordinary. It's why I love this podcast, because I get to speak the truth and get you thinking, get you deciding that you get to have a life and a business where you thrive, that you don't have to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hey look, if you want strategy, there is something coming where I will give you all the strategy in the world for a 100 dollars a month, not a hundred thousand. Not a hundred thousand. Come on. There is this trend right now. In business that's all about charging your worth. And I have found over working with so many business owners that the ones that are charging what they're worth, they tend to overcharge and underdeliver. But the ones that are undercharging and over delivering, my God, they move mountains. And it's just this, it brings me back to why I started my own business in the first place. Why I started my own business in the first place was truthfully to really be able to write my own story. And so that way somebody didn't tell me what I had to talk about every single day. Somebody didn't decide when I could take a day off. Somebody didn't decide for me that I had to stay in one place or do a certain thing. And when I look back, when I started my business, I was looking for the answers outside of myself. I was looking for somebody to tell me what to do and what to say. And that's not... That's exactly why I started my business in the first place. Well, I never had to experience that. So no, it wasn't worth it. But now I get to sit here with $100,000 worth of strategy in my brain and be able to help scale the entrepreneurs that are making an impact, the people that are dedicated to true social change in The best way possible. Now, now those $100,000 investments were worth it. The five years of not, the five years of things not working. The five years of selling something that was out of alignment. It's all worth it. Because now, now I get to sit here as the CEO of two businesses and the executive director of another and tell you the secret to business, trust yourself. Don't go too fast. And just listen to what your people are telling you that they need. That is it. You don't, and I'm going to say the thing that everybody says, and everyone, including myself, rolls their eyes and they're like, But I want the fancy website and I want this and I want that. You don't need the fancy website. You don't need 100,000 followers on Instagram. Heck, you don't even need 5,000 followers on Instagram. You just have to put your voice out there and decide that you're ready to be heard. You need to cast the first stone so that way you have a ripple. Because until you speak up, until you tell your truth, until speak your truth, and until you tell your story, that stone is going to stay in your pocket. And you're going to miss the mark. And I'm here to tell you that your story is worth telling. That business idea, it could change your life. It could change your family's trajectory. I'm the first woman in my family to own her own business. If that's not a pattern interrupt, that's worth living, (laughs) I don't know what is. You are worth it. Your business story is worth it. You don't need to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. All you need to do is surround yourself with the people. (laughs) Your network is your net worth, right? Right. Surround yourself with people that are going to help you push your boundaries. And if they're not in your immediate vicinity, go find a podcast to listen to. Go find someone to follow on social media. Turn off the rest of the noise and decide that you are worth it. Because that next business idea you have, the the decision not to give up, that decision could be... Quite possibly, be the best thing that you ever did. For you, your future, and the future of your family, your legacy. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Enriched Podcast. I would love if you shared your breakthroughs and takeaways from today's episode with me on Instagram at the Grace Alexander, so I can support you along your entrepreneurial journey. As always, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review so more women just like you can find this podcast. Also, if you haven't heard yet, we're excited to announce you can now follow the Enriched Podcast and Enriched Members Club on Instagram too, so you don't miss out on a thing.